0: Hey, Diz After Dark listeners! I want to invite you all to join us over on Scare Zone Halloween Horror Nights podcast. Scare Zone is a news, interview, history, and commentary podcast all about Universal's premier Halloween event.
1: It's hosted by fans and experts like me, Logan Seculo, former WWE superstar Scotty
0: Two Hotty, and Diz After Dark's own Chris Ripley. Subscribe however you get podcasts, and head over to ScareZone.com for more information. We here at the show are proud supporters of Diz After Dark, and remember. Keep your eyes closed and your ears open On ScareZone Warning This show contains childish adult content And is intended for immature mature audiences Listener discretion is advised The views spoken are ours and ours alone Not those of any other bugger If you're easily offended We strongly suggest finding another podcast Everybody neat and pretty Then on with the show in the history of this after dark it is our 100th episode can you believe it no neither can we and we may have miscounted but mm. let's not worry about that um rather than crack open a bottle of beer we should be cracking open the champagne but i bet no one's got it on ice because it's been bloody hot and i'm not drinking lukewarm champagne so let us go and introduce you to some of the people that have been there pretty much from day one uh, Mr. Craig Lucas.
2: I wasn't here from day one. Paul Dolan was. But I what was were there from episode... Oh, I was miles away. No.
3: I was here from The Force Awakens.
2: Yeah, The Force Awakens, yeah.
3: Episode <laughs> 7. That's when <laughs> I joined.
2: Episode 7,
3: yeah. That's a fact. <laughs> well it has
2: been quite a nice little Star Wars tie in. That's what we got good, was it? Episode and I don't seven. have champagne. I come on yeah. when uh, your mouse casts shit all
0: over me. That's when I come on. I thought you were there before that. <laughs> no, no, no. But you no. met us. You met us at Mouse Meets.
2: What? I yeah. ignored You at Mouse
0: Meets.
3: We met lots of people at Mouse Meets. If you <laughs> yeah. remember, quite a few of them aren't on this podcast. <laughs> who's
2: Who's that jelly dealed? West Ham fan in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> <Dunno>.
0: <laughs> I don't know. You, I don't know who you could be referencing. All right, well, these two uh, numb nuts have been here from pretty much the beginning. Well, at least from when it got good and your mouse cast departed us and left us their remains. Um Are we sloppy... seconds? <laughs> what what do you get for thirds? Uh, Terrible uh, thirds. <laughs> can't stop Ta- than, than seconds. Time and a teard. <laughs> the smell of fear. Um, so we have Craig and we have Paul, and we also have Mr. Ripley hello we have mr washington hello and we have miss white hi aka boston white how are we all all right yeah uh, I
4: the
0: the enthusiasm is amazing <laughs> I, l- I love the fact it's it's a special episode and everybody's brought their a-game i've
2: changed my underpants
0: so have I, actually. <laughs> I've, got, I've got new underwear today. I've gone, I've gone for a new style to celebrate the, the summer that we're having. It's not really well, worked out for me, but never mind.
2: Well, I followed Craig... through before and I went, oh, fleek. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey,
2: even late.
4: <laughs> Craig told me earlier he was going to be publishing some pictures of himself in his underpants. So look forward to that, listeners. Ugh,
0: again, <laughs> i only just got it from last time. <laughs> You've still got them.
3: Yeah, I just haven't looked at them for a while. There's only That's one it. thing worse than Craig in his underpants. That's Craig nodding his underpants. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, as it's such uh, a special episode, and as I do know that nobody's got champagne ready, um, I will ask anyway, what is everybody drinking? And we'll start in the order that we kicked off the show, so, Mr Lucas. OK, well, I've
2: worked with a Russian today, and he told me all about drinking vodka. So I'm drinking vodka the way it's supposed to be drank in one. Bottoms up, chin-chin. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
5: that's,
0: <laughs>
2: that's, that's not a very Russian toast, is it? Oh,
0: no, not at all. Chin. I'm, I'm English. Oh, God, that's horrible. Right, well, number one, <laughs> number one, like, I, I can see what Craig's drinking, White Spirit isn't vodka. He's larger ah. on that one. Secondly, um. that's not how Russians drink vodka. Why out do Russians drink vodka? Neat, like, slowly and neat. Sometimes oh. on the rocks, but they... Oh, a no, this is neat, yeah. This is neat. Yeah, but, like, you know, you're supposed to savor it and taste the flavors of it. Oh
2: yeah, but that's what he said. But the podcast will be over, so I'll just nectar. it.
0: What? What? What are you drinking? What is the fuck you're drinking?
2: Oh, it's it's co-op's own brand, I think. Oh, Imperial. <laughs> well, <I see>.
0: Jesus! <laughs> I, w- I went down the curvy. So when I joked when I made a joke about Craig drinking white spirit, I wasn't actually far off.
2: No, oh, I'll tell you what. It's all nice and warm in me belly now.
0: Yeah, it will be nice and warm when it comes up as well. Other ah, supermarket owned brands are of course available, especially Tesco I'd, Value. I'd like um, a copper vodka shaken but
3: not stirred, please.
0: Mister, <laughs> Mister Dolan. Uh,
3: in honour of you lot, I've got a mixed fruits Copperberg cider. <laughs> Cheers. Nice one, nice
0: one, uh, Mister Ripley. Uh, in honour of Mister D, I am drinking a Highland Spring. Oh.
3: oh, slangy
0: bar, <laughs> uh, Mr. Washington.
4: Uh, boring lemonade.
0: Who's a secret lemonade drinker? Cool Is it full fat or diet though?
4: <laughs> it's diet oh, from Oh,
0: all the supermarkets aren't available, allegedly. And finally. We've gone and saved the best for last. Um, I've got... Uh, I'm joking, I'm joking. Amanda?
1: I'm trying a bow dark fruit, but oh. I'm
2: not really into this. Oh, just no. neck it down and try something new. <laughs>
0: and I'm drinking a drink in honour of this 100th Momentous episode. Uh, a drink that I've probably drunk on more episodes of this podcast than I care to remember, and that is... If anyone can guess. Yes, Coors Light. Coors Light.
3: Yeah, it's a better than that.
0: I've got to say, Craig is is probably not far off. But it could it could be quite a tight um, race between Cherry Pepsi Max and Cause, But it's definitely been mm-hmm. the beer I've drunk more of during recordings of this show. So there you go. So, 100 episodes. Can you believe this has been able to go on for this long? Yes, no. yes, I'm, I'm sure. Sh- that's the yeah. answer. <laughs> well,
2: I mean, the reality of it is, it's it's been more than a hundred episodes, but we've lost the first series. They're they're in Paul um, Bonnieface's prison cell somewhere.
0: They're probably also on my hard drive, you know. All right,
2: okay. So they're out there somewhere, but these this is the hundredth episode of the new generation well, the next generation
0: there wasn't that much of the uh, the original series I suppose that's how we should refer to it then if we, if this is the next generation hang on does that mean we're going to start Deep Space Nine soon can do if you want yeah. you've already started haven't you <sighs> it's after dark it Deep really Space Nine. <laughs> <Yeah>? <laughs> I can't wait till we get to Enterprise Mr. Chakotay Mr. Chakotay oh she was cracking <laughs> Um,
3: so, no take it, Captain. <laughs> Lithium crystals are knackered.
2: I love the Welsh accent.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, I suppose, bearing in mind that you only you only bothered to start listening from episode seven, as in Star Wars. Um, I've got to ask. I mean, Craig, it took us a little bit while longer to get you on board, but Mr. Stone, what was your initial thoughts when you first heard this this thing, as it then was? Oh, I don't know, I was drunk Nick. <laughs> I
3: just thought, yeah, <laughs> sign me up. <laughs> That's the spirit. No, it was it was it was um well obviously we were the failed Disney Brit uh, auditionees. Yes. And then we hooked up at Mousemeat and Paul and you had messaged me to say fancy fancy firing up a podcast and I I don't know what happened but I I kind of missed the I missed the start of it somehow and then hooked up you guys at Meets, and you seemed like a good a good couple of guys out for a bit of a laugh, talking Disney. So uh I said, you know, give me a go and see what you think. We had a bit of fun and really that's what it's been for me. It's it's just been something that has been really enjoyable. Get together, have a few laughs, have a couple of drinks, talk about stuff. Um usually complete rubbish but <laughs> I think we've I think we've had some interesting episodes as well, and then it's grown from there. And you know, with the the new family that we've got, um, it's got it's got even better. It's, it's richer. Yeah,
0: I can't I can't really disagree with that too much. Um, I remember um I remember we had you on not long after Mousemates. Um, mm-hmm. you, I mean, unfortunately for you, you weren't there, but Craig certainly was there for the infamous live episode. Um, Oh, yeah. yeah. That was great. Me and Tracy Malaby got bladded and got off with each other. That was the audience. (laughs) (laughs) That was the audience. I thought we weren't going to mention that out loud, Craig. I thought that That was the role
2: we had. Tracy doesn't mind. She loves snogging me.
0: Oh, okay. Fair enough. Who doesn't? Who doesn't? Um, You know what? Because I can say this now after uh, 100 episodes, is um, that was almost my last episode of this after dark. I was so, um, not, I mean, camp. Yeah, I was, well, no, that hasn't changed. I was so disappointed, not in, in Paul, because uh, Paul was great, but um, it was at that point I thought, who are we doing this for? Because we weren't really able to get many listening figures at the time. I can't remember who, we, who Paul initially used, but it was hard to get figures. And, um, we, you know, he'd kind of push Adam into a corner about letting us do a podcast because your mouse cast doing a, their podcast there and Disney Brit were doing their podcast there. And, um, the, uh, the mini minxes as it started out, hadn't actually launched at that point. So, um, so Michelle hadn't done her podcast at that point. Um, but we were doing Disaster after dark and, um, you know, we went on, we were both going and we weren't on the itinerary and, and, uh, I remember Paul turning around to Adam and saying, "Look, you know, how comes we can't can't do ours?" And he didn't. couldn't really say much, but he didn't. He it was off schedule. It was off schedule. So we had an audience of uh, of Craig and Tracy. That was it. And uh, I did it, and I thought, you know what is is this? Is this who we're doing it for? Two people?
2: No, there was there was from memory. There was about six people turned up. But what what I remember about the about it was was no one bothered to turn up. There was like a hundred people at Mouse Meets that year. Easy, yeah. And and they all just literally followed uh, Dis, Disney Brit and just threw you under the bus.
3: Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But that was my that was my first well first and only year at Mouse Meets, mm. and um, you know I'd heard about it through listening to disney britain i thought oh yeah this will be great and and we did enjoy it but it was it was chaos really there was arrangements for a meal that that we went to in was it nando's or somewhere Yeah, like nando's, that. Yeah, Nando's. Yeah. and it wasn't organized it didn't have any tables. so we ended up thinking oh well we're never going to get in here we buggered off somewhere else and the whole thing was just a bit a bit chaotic really and that was the You know, I guess this isn't a Mouse Meets review, but that was the thing, really. There was nothing kind of pulling everybody together. And it's a shame because there was quite a good little community there, or there should have been quite a good little community. But there was no attempt to kind of bring everybody together during during the weekend. I didn't think anyway.
0: It was Pied Piper. Um, if you was listening to the right flute, you was you was doing something because I know I spoke when I spoke to people the next day, a lot of people because I, I did have some people say like, oh yeah we'll come along to that, and it was like oh after the mm-hmm. meal, um, they decided to do karaoke or something somewhere. I can't remember exactly what it was, but there was like basically no attempt of oh this is going on. It was we're doing this, and so mm-hmm. everyone just kind of who was there kind of just followed on from from that so um but it just i just think there was a drill
2: a, a drill involved a toilet and a glory hole
0: uh yeah for our recording yes th- yes there was yes
2: yeah, yeah i remember that yeah
0: well you've already mentioned what happened with it so that's uh that's one thing but um but no i mean i i can't i can't say that when we first started doing this show that um it would last as long as it has and to be honest, part of the reason that it, it has um, is down to Mr. Lucas, I think. Ah, because... cool. Yeah, it is. Because the number of times that he's uh, kicked us up the arse uh, for not doing stuff. I mean, I remember the glory days, and Mr. D will attest to this, where we used to do bi-weekly shows probably every three weeks. <laughs> if we were lucky um there was no you know and the thing is you know what i don't think our listeners understand about this show sometimes is that it is a hobby we don't get paid for it we have sponsors um which cover our costs but don't actually um you know we don't actually earn any money from it it's just for keeping everything alive um and so everyone that does this show does it as a labor of love. no one does it for for any financial gain and um, and it can be hard work sometimes and you know sometimes you've got family commitments um, and, and other things get in the way and Craig is the kind of the jelly um, and I suppose the presenters are and and the the co-hosts are the peanut butter and the listeners are the bread. I'm getting not, that, not that anyone eats peanut butter and jelly sandwiches in this country, of course. We're not crazy. But, uh, you know, that's something that will resonate with lots of our listeners a PB&J. Um, but Craig, not only has he kept us together and and given us a cap the arse when we needed to, but he's also, as, as Mr. D alluded to, he's actually helped us grow the show. And now we are probably the strongest we've ever been. Mainly because there's more of us. But also just because of the quality of people, um, you know, I, I think we've got proper experts now, and we've got we've obviously got P Dubs as well. But um, <laughs> but no, I mean the thing is, you know, introducing Chris and Paul and most recently Amanda to to us, I think has really given, you know, not just this show but obviously Universal After Dark as well. Um, and the new podcast which you're going to name in a competition for us uh, that's going to be on the Secret Dad's Army page Um, you've been able to to get these people to us and you know it's people that fit as well you know a lot of shows will try and add people or replace people when people get bored of doing podcasts and it doesn't work and I think we've been... (laughs) <laughs> we've been very lucky i don't think there's enough coffin involved then but i don't think i think we've been really really lucky in that the people that craig has found and introduced us have just fitted in so well you know for people that just start listening to the podcast when you guys join like so if they've just been listening to this year's worth of podcasts you wouldn't known that it feels like we've known each other for years, and we've known each other for less than seven months, and we still haven't actually met each other in real life. We have. No, no, I'm, I'm, I mean Chris and, and Paul li- and Amanda. We
2: we meet each other regularly in London, and we lick each other's armpits with, with the glory hole.
0: With the glory hole, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I met Miss and I and I met Mister Dolan. But mm-hmm. but you know the newbies, and the thing is, we all work. It all works so well. So, you know, at the end of the day, Craig, whether you like it or not, the reason that we have hit 100 episodes, new or old generation, is is pretty much um, down to you. Making sure that the rest of us pull our weight together. Sure for Yeah. So, how do you feel about that? Are like, you happy with yourself?
2: <laughs> yeah, they am. It's boss. I love it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and also, you know, um, you know, to Chris, to Paul, to Amanda thank you for joining us on this journey for however long you want to stay please do because you enrich the show a lot more um and basically don't want you going crying, to go into other shows <laughs> good I'm emotional. that gets that, that gets better ratings apparently so if you can get emotional, that's fantastic <laughs> um but no because the, the show is better with you um and what I think it's great is the fact that not that I've missed many shows but if I do have to miss a show um, or if, if somebody can't make a recording because there's so many of us now we're not really missed that much plus as well I love being able to listen back to things that I haven't I haven't listened to which I don't know if I mentioned it before but um, I once uh, an episode earlier this year I had to disappear because um, one of my children was being violently ill and uh, I disappeared halfway through recording And I went back and listened to a record to hear what everyone said about me. And heard everything you had to say about me, Craig, so thanks. That's okay. (laughs) And to be fair, though, it is exactly what Craig would say to my face. So, you know, (laughs) not worried in that respect at all. Anyway, enough gushing. I just wanted to say thank you to everybody who's ever been a part of this show. Whether that's a guest, whether that's one of the amazing uh, co-presenters that we have here. Um, thank you for listening to us, and I hope you continue to do so. And I suppose it'd be really awkward for me to go any further without saying um, to, like the best thanks to uh, Mr Boniface, who was going to try and be here tonight and couldn't make it, unfortunately, because he's stuck on a, a campsite or he's assassinating someone. <laughs> I, I can't keep up with him. Um, he's in prison. He's, he's in the gulag. But had he not approached uh, me after... Um, killing of animation to try and win a place on Disney Brit and suggested having a, a quick call um, to see if this might work and recording that conversation and it being the first episode if that hadn't happened we wouldn't be here now and uh, and I miss him and I hope you come back soon because uh, the show's almost perfect but you'd be the cheering on top no one yeah. sighs anymore do they says <laughs> well, absolutely very often <sighs>
3: Uh, my favourite catchphrase. We don't want to. We don't want to steal that. No,
0: my, no, not any other catchphrase available.
2: My favourite episode was the Jim Hill episode, where Paul Boniface was going on holiday the day after.
0: Oh, that was a good one.
2: And Jim Hill talks for twenty minutes without breathing. Mm. <laughs> and paul comes back on and goes sorry i've been packing and i had to take the bins out
0: <laughs>
5: <laughs> it was.
0: i remember that because that was one of the rare times i think i think it might be the only time we ever recorded on saturday night and we recorded mm. it quite late i want to say about 11 12 o'clock something like that on a saturday night and yeah i remember that for <laughs> him just not saying much for the episode and then that was the reason why yeah obviously he's uh,
5: never been back on
3: Oh no! No, I no, think no, he's been on since oh, he's then been back. yeah he's yeah. been back since then yeah. no because yeah.
0: actually no I yeah, can that... see why Paul's got confused there because his last his last actual recorded episode was when we had our guests on from uh, Tokyo can't remember the podcast now isn't it Tokyo Explores or something Disney Explores Tokyo with? After
3: Dark Right. Oh. <laughs> Yeah,
0: yeah, no, I don't, I don't want to And uh, and Paul said to me, "I'm really sorry, I've got to." He was going on a work trip or something. Said, I've got to pack. So what I'll do is I'll press for gold, and I'll come back in an hour. And he did, <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> I think he introduced the show and then it off. Yeah. It's a good job that I can waffle; otherwise, that would be uh, that would be strange. But um, yeah, so there's been a habit of those. But uh, thank you, thank you for for. Joining us on this journey and your support, um, God, we should. After all of that, I should set up a GoFundMe page, shouldn't I? That'd have been good. So they can get us. So Patreon, we fly, well, we can all. So, like, Patreon, just yeah. want we just want uh, people to pay for us to all go out to Orlando together, don't we? That'd
6: well, be that's what you. Adam the Woo does. Why can't we do that? Let's do it.
0: Yes. When's Adam the Woo coming
2: on the show? When he answers his emails. He, apparently. he listens
6: every time. He listens to every show supposedly.
2: We've been badger and Tim Tracker, he's blocked us on Facebook now and Twitter. <laughs>
0: <laughs> With his Facebook things word. about his wife.
2: Oh love is I love Jen.
6: <laughs> yeah, that's the problem.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, we've had a a like, people's misses, so a little stalker away, And not that you know, <laughs> I wouldn't hate her.
0: Hey, look, we all know what happened with us <laughs> and Tim Curry, so you should have, you should have known that, Craig. You know, got, it's a very, very thin line you got to tread there. Very thin line.
2: Uh, did anyone see all the lovely comments that um, Charmed Hunt put on Twitter? About oh us?
0: yeah. I did. Amber. I did, and she... I actually, um, I actually uh, tweeted her back. Because, yeah, she blocked uh... you. Yeah, probably. Probably because my name's Bruce on Twitter. That's another story for another yeah. show. But, Struth. Struth Bruce. Struth Bruce on Twitter, yeah. Oh, no, she followed me. Oh, up yours. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I no, like she's them,
2: lovely. I don't know if she's in our secret Facebook group, but she'll be listening to this now trying to find it.
0: Well, I think I think we... I was thinking about it the other day, Craig, actually. I think we might need to change that, that group name. So at the moment, it's Unofficial Dad's Army, um, which is great, obviously. But um, I think we should have it as an unofficial After Dark podcast network group or something like that. Easy for you to say? Uh, I Only after a couple of beers. I did start slightly early today because of the football. So I'm actually recording this on the West Ham top. I hope you're happy. Nothing but a West Ham top. With how hot it is, I wish that was the case. Let me tell you that. Um... Anyway... Little Nick's got a little headset on and a little microphone on as well. <laughs> that's, what that, that's what that Adam Sandler film's based on. L- 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 little Nicky. That's the one. <laughs> oh. Don't why all Max Hedrum there. L- 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 but, uh, never mind. Anyway, we could gush on and on and on. Let's continue. No, I'm joking. Um, we did have some things to talk about. So, I think... We should start with the news. It's a little bit retro, actually, because that's how we used to start the show, wasn't it, with the news? It's been a bloody long intro. It is, yeah. But, it, uh, but in the, the news, a jingle. we've still got it somewhere, just can't bother to edit it in.
2: A view of the news with Dis After Dark.
0: It's just too much hard work, but... Um, and this news, I don't know if anyone saw, but um, we actually broke this news on our Periscope on Friday. Um, our our French news correspondent, um, our new French news correspondent, replacing our Mexican one, is uh, Pierre, the, uh, the French policeman. Um, and he broke the story on Friday. And of course, a little bit more has come out since then. Um, but there's been quite a few job losses
2: just like in the world or
0: yes in the world british home stores has closed down i oh, know people don't care about that it's uh, it's disney it's disney imagineering it's the best bit of disney disney if you ask me imagineering is this the first time you can actually talk about this news and put the hashtag thanks shanghai yes because it is Shanghai's fault, this one, isn't it? Well, I was actually I was listening the other day when you, you tried to blame somebody else on another episode of this podcast. You tried to blame someone else, Chris, for something. I was like thinking, no, blame Shanghai. But at that time, it wouldn't have been appropriate. <laughs> this time, it definitely is appropriate. Um, we can blame Shanghai because it's because Shanghai is finished now. These people have been made redundant. Now, what I think is, is interesting is there's about 200 job losses, There's some big heavy hitters amongst that number as well, isn't there? I don't know, it's been confirmed, but Joe Rhodes' been one of those names banded about.
2: I don't think he's going anywhere, though, to be fair.
0: Well, this is the thing, right, about this is that apparently, like Imagineering, unlike most parts of Disney, they're almost contracted. Now, I used to work in TV, and I know how this works. So when I used to work in TV, I used to be on a TV show. Were you Gordon the Gopher? <laughs> I was. I was the hand that went up Gordon the Gopher's ass. <laughs> that was right. The no. And then later on, I played the butler. Uh, I want to say his name was Wilson, because you just saw his arm that used to just come into Andy Crane's face. Um. No, the I used Butler to... used to come into Andy Crane's face. I've got a... <laughs> his, his hands. A... <laughs>
2: hand. a... a... I can't get that picture out now.
0: You want? I'll tell you what. YouTube the adult version of Rainbow. That that is a good three minutes. Oh it. God, no. that's a great episode. Um, when I used to work in TV, you used to be contracted to a show. Once that show was over, uh, once it had done its production run, you would then let go. Um... So you was kind of freelance, but you weren't. It was a very strange place to be. But you would have to then find your next next thing to work on. Um, and apparently Imagineering is the same. So I think you're right. I don't think he will actually be going anywhere. But he will be kind of like looking for a new role, looking for a new project to work on. Um, now, that's not going to be the same for everyone, obviously, because Shanghai was a massive, massive project. But uh, I think you're right. I think some of the, the big guns will still be there in some capacity. More importantly, that vodka's gone to my head.
2: But what TV show were you on, Nick? We all want to know.
0: Look on IMDb.
2: You're not on IMDb?
0: Yep. Fuck off. Oh first, oh. first, first person to find me on IMDb. Come. Ah. Is it just a picture
2: of your massive head?
0: I haven't got a picture <laughs> on IMDB because I don't have... I didn't have a pro account because I didn't need a pro account. What's your
2: spelling of Nick? Is it the prob- camp prob- version you do it's now? The,
0: it's the, it's the uh, traditional version that's incorrect with the K. Because uh, as we all know, uh, Nicholas doesn't have a K. Nick Branch. Nick Branch. As in tree or special? Ready, steady, cook! <laughs> <laughs> living with,
2: living with Kimberly Stewart. Yep, living with Aid. Wow. What
0: well, <laughs> does dance. What's this? Right. So I did. Um, I think it was forty episodes of it Ready, steady, cook. Says one episode on here. No, I did about forty <laughs> episodes of Ready, steady, cook, and I did...
2: IMDb does it
0: says one, <laughs> and. Uh, and I did one episode of Living with Kimberly Stewart.
2: Did you have to live with her?
0: I didn't. It was it was the unbroadcast pilot. I didn't actually work on the series. I did. I did. Who briefly is? Theater. Who is she? She's Rod Stewart's daughter. Very famously, she had a child with uh, Benico del Toro. That's her biggest claim to fame, really. That's a bit weird, isn't it? Oh. It was one of these crappy things in the in the early like two thousands where. Um, like an E list celebrity, famous because of their parents, so it was it was like Paris Hilton time. Um, the whole concept of this show was that she had an apartment in London and she wanted someone to live in it with her when she wasn't going to be there because she was going to be jet setting around the world. And basically, it was a rip off of a Paris Hilton show that they'd done as well, where she wanted to find a new best friend. It was CAC. I think it lasted I about love six that. episodes. I oh, would the Paris Hilton one. I yeah.
1: loved
0: it. Yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, Ready, Steady, Cook. I was on 40 episodes of Celebrity Ready, Steady, Cook. It's how I met Warwick Davis. Oh, I'd huh. love to meet him. He is the nicest, or, or he's in the top three nicest celebrities I've ever met. Anyway. I thought you were
2: going to say, he is six foot two in real life.
0: <laughs> they had to, <laughs> absolute true story, they had to build a platform behind the kitchen area on Ready Steady Cook because oh, the that was
1: nice because the it. kitchen
0: the kitchen like it was like a counter wasn't it uh, if anyone's ever watched that show and um, it's about it's about five foot high four and a half five foot high so um, he had to he had a platform that was built the whole way along It's like a bench it wasn't a bench, it was a proper platform, but it was like that. Went the whole way along, cut to the shape of, of the counter so he could um he could be seen on screen. Yeah. But he was lovely. Him and his wife were oh. backstage. Fantastic. Absolutely lovely people. Yeah. Ah. Oh. I also worked on Super Fat versus Super Skinny.
2: That's not on IMDb, so right. I don't think that it's, happened.
0: It's I. I only worked. I only worked on one episode of that, and I met Jillian McKeith, and um, she looked like Skeletor. I don't know who that is. She's she's a woman that <laughs> likes looking at your poo. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, I'd love yeah. to
2: poo on her chest.
0: God, <laughs> we didn't think that's where the conversation was going to go um yeah so there you go and I've got some stories about Ainsley Harriet which I'm not allowed to say in public so you can ask me those off there oh
6: he's told me them ones some of
0: them yeah they're proper dark they are <laughs> that's Whoa. that's a bit dark, dark um yeah so so anyway so that's so that's what happens in freelance world is you can get to do stuff and then you've got to find something else so I don't think that a lot of the the important people will be going from Disney um I mean, you know, it's obviously a serious thing, but it does seem to be a lot of people have kind of panicked when you know the news has leaked out and gone, oh, my God, how horrible. But in history, this happens quite often. Um, well, it
2: it happened when My Disney Experience was set up, wasn't it? Hmm. They let go of hundreds of uh, people and uh, contracted it out to India. Yeah. You know, so shit happens.
0: They're not the thing is, they're not, you know, imagine it's not going to be moving to India or anywhere like that. They're not going to find cheaper resources for it. It is what it is. But if you don't need that many people, you know, the thing is, like when you're building Shanghai, it's a massive theme park. When you're building an attraction or 10 attractions, you don't need the same amount of workforce that you do to plan a whole theme park.
6: Can I so, just say that all the best
0: ones have left and gone to work for Universal anyway. I think I agree with that. That sounds
2: like such a malabit <laughs> thing to say. Universal though are gonna benefit from from everything that Disney are doing <laughs> at the moment.
0: That's well time will tell. Because you could send over the the best imagineers ever. You could go through time. If they if they use like the DeLorean or the phone booth, they could go through time, and they could nick all of the best Disney Imagineers and take them to present-day Universal, and they can come up with these amazing ideas. But you can bet your bottom dollar the uh, the purse strings person at Universal will say, "But does it have any screens?" <laughs> <laughs> and it's game over, my friends. It's game over. We've got a load of 3D glasses we need to use. <laughs> 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 that's why I wanted the 3D TVs to work so well never mind um so that's that's that about Imagineering possibly possibly not happening what other news did we want to talk about of course, uh, I mean, uh, f- um, uh, don't know I'm sure P-Dub said something
4: a, yeah there's a, the news coming out of Disneyland as well um that all the 60th celebration Extras are now on their way out within the next month or so. Um, So they'll be losing Paint the Night, the the Nighttime Parade, uh, the Disneyland Forever Fireworks. That's reverting back to the original fireworks display from the 1950s. Um, What Catherine will? It's the Catherine will. Yeah, basically. (laughs) Um, That's apparently due to the fact that they are having to move the launch site um, to make way for star wars land right um so Star Wars Land can actually stay open um while the fireworks go um <laughs> they don 't want to obviously lose off lose out on that cash cow leaving that open for a extra couple of hours true um so yeah that 's apparently they're they 're moving the the launch site um and the sixtieth anniversary version of uh World of Color is also reverting back to its original version um so that's going, but then I don't think that was particularly liked anyway. Um, so I think the, the the locals are quite happy that that's going back to its original version. And I think that's all happening on the 5th of September. Now, is this the quickest
0: that a Disney park has ended its celebration? Because like Disneyland Paris is still celebrating its 20th anniversary, like three years after the event.
4: And it's still got the same parade. even now yeah that's the strange one is that the paint the night parade is going
0: yeah yeah because that wasn't a 60th anniversary parade was it that was just a parade that was introduced
4: for the 60th anniversary Uh, yeah it was originally launched in Hong Kong
0: so maybe Hong Kong won it back
4: they've still got it
0: oh Yeah, the Hong Maybe. Kong one's slightly different, actually, if I remember rightly.
4: Yeah, they they did upgrade it a little bit when it when it moved to to California, but the bulk of it's still the same.
0: Maybe Disneyland Paris are going to get a knockoff. I don't know why they haven't got the uh, is Main Street Electrical Parade on anywhere.
4: That's still on at Disney World.
0: Oh, it is. Okay. Yeah.
4: okay. There have been rumours that Disney World are getting it, that they're going to swap. <laughs>
0: I've got, I, I love Electrical Light Parade. It might be because it was the first ever parade I, I saw at Disney Park, but I, I love it. It's just so timeless to me. I, the thing is, it doesn't look dated, does it?
1: No. Well, I really like it, but I'd love to see Paint the Night.
2: Yeah, and I'd be happy to see something new.
1: Even if they swapped for a little bit? Hmm.
0: We'll yeah, as long as one park's good, I don't care which park it is. But
4: Yeah, you can't imagine after they spend all that money that it's just going to be S- left.
0: Sit in a car park. Well, as, long yeah. as, long as, they, as long as they don't do what Disneyland Paris did. Was, was was it with Fantalusion? Was that the parade? And they basically left the, the floats out in the open and they just got ruined to the oh, point what? they couldn't be... Yeah, it was it was something like they they discontinued the parade. I think it was down to budget. And they were deciding what to do with it, but rather than leave it in a proper lockup, they just left it out in the elements, Come and on. it just got ruined to such a point that it was going to, you know, have to be completely replaced from scratch. Didn't you do that in um, Disney World as well, to one of the parades? It could, it could be that we're talking about that. I'm talking about that, and I'm just um, tarnishing Disneyland Paris's name.
4: No, which... I think Disneyland Paris did do that. I think they ended up scrapping most of it, but I believe the. The parade that's on now, some of the floats are actually part of that parade. Right. They literally scrapped what was knackered and then chucked the other bits into the parade that they were using.
5: Hmm.
4: Fair enough.
0: hmm. Okay. It's interesting. I mean, it's it's odd. You know, I I think there's nothing wrong. Cause I, I don't see the purpose of like celebrating something years after it's happened. Do you know what I mean? Like It's like me going, oh, it's my 21st birthday, 11 years on, or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Like, it just doesn't make, you don't keep celebrating the same thing. It's happened, move on from it. So I'm kind of glad that they, they've they nipped it in the bud, but I just think it's odd that they've done it now. Like, when every Disney park has kind of made, it, made these celebrations last for as long as possible, Disneyland has been the first one to go, it's been a year, it's done now. But I say, yeah. long mate, continue. Keeps it fresh, doesn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so. We'll have to keep our eyes open to see what happens to paint the night then. Um, Mr. Ripley, you had something you wanted to talk about. Oh, uh, yeah. Disney
6: Cruise Line. Uh, there's, there was a Harris poll and usually the Harris poll favours Royal Caribbean and the Royal Caribbean has been voted the top of the best... Uh, cruise lines around the world. Uh, but this year, Disney Cruise Line have taken the crown. Wow. Mm. Yeah. And it's uh, across the board, so it, it factors in all sorts of things, from families to couples to single travellers to everyone. So uh, a lot of people are saying that Disney cruise ships are the best to be on.
1: Wow. Mm.
2: Certainly the most expensive. Uh, which
0: I can concur. I've been on one, and they are pretty awesome. What's amazing, though, for that is that, you know, as much as Disney want to be, like, the best at everything, getting into the cruise industry, it was probably not on their, like, agenda, really, to be be able to be the best. Well, what it was, they started off with, um,
6: uh, there was some other company came to them, a cruise company, and said, look, we dock in Port Canaveral. Why don't we do a partnership where you send us people from your end from Walt Disney World um, and we put some Disney characters on our ship and we call it a Disney cruise and it was so successful initially that they sort of they sort of dumped this partnership company that came to them oh. and built their own ships <laughs> so that's where it all started from
0: and
1: now I'd love to go to... on a Disney cruise you've not been on one? no I just want to go on that slide that's on the <laughs> What it's only
0: that? it's only on some Aquedunct. of them though. It's only on oh. some of them. Yeah, yeah. some have
6: got Aqua Dunk. Yeah, which is just a drop, I believe. Yeah. But have any of you been on a Disney cruise? No. no. Oh, oh, Craig, no. it's got to be
2: on your list, mate. Surely it is on my
3: list, but I haven't got Disney World on my system yet. <laughs> we a, you can do both. Do a double header. We did yeah, a double header. We did a fourteen nights in Disney, and then we did a four night cruise at Port Canaveral. Which is
6: exactly
3: good. what I did, Paul. Yeah. Yeah, it's perfect. I'd def- definitely consider it. Definitely. Yeah, I would wonder that there's a three night as well. I wouldn't do a three night. I'd do uh, I'd do the four night or or longer. Because mm. think you know three nights is probably just a little bit too short. Four night goes by pretty quick.
6: Did um, any of you guys like in the eighties and nineties ever go to like old fashioned butlins?
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah. It's, it's no, a bit like old fashioned
6: butlins. Old-fashioned butlins.
1: Oh
2: really? A cruise.
6: Yeah, honestly, it's it's like it's like there's there's loads of adult only areas, oh, wow. and it, they get quite they get quite you know quite near the mark in there. And a lot of the, I'm 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 not going to be racist, but there's a lot of Americans looking around going, can he see that?
5: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
6: you know, and it's a Disney cruise ship as well. Don't forget. Yeah. You know they were doing One night we were there, they were doing Mr. and Mrs. And they were yeah. talking about sex life and all sorts, you
3: know. Yeah, well, my uh, my mother-in-law and father-in-law ended up up on a stage on that one. Did they? <laughs> yeah, and uh, let's just say that he uh, embarrassed her, and, and uh, the rest of the night wasn't wasn't too good for him. <laughs> <laughs> He's told a few stories that maybe he shouldn't have.
0: I've got uh, my friend. Our friends just did the European cruise, but they've done the. I can't remember the three or four night cruise, but they did the same cruise that you did as well, and um, they they enjoyed it, but they said I think they preferred the Mediterranean cruise because it was longer.
3: Yeah, yeah, we did a seven night Mediterranean cruise out of Barcelona. That that was good, but it's th- exactly the same itinerary as you know Royal Caribbean, um, or, um, NCL. You know they all do pretty much the same itinerary. Yeah. Um, so we've done we've done it with we've done the med the western med one with Disney and with Royal Caribbean and they're both good just just different
0: yeah Okay, but, but then we definitely... haven't been
3: on, we haven't been on any of the big ships the Fantasy or the Dream we've only been on the Magic and the Wonder which are the original ones okay so Chris did you go on one of the new ships
6: yeah I was on the Dream
3: yeah what's what... that like oh I loved it loved it yeah yeah, it looks really good.
6: Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, there's just so much entertainment. There's so much food. Mm. I was really impressed, you know, joking aside with the adults-only areas because like, basically the whole top half of the top deck at the back is just adults-only. There's bars up there and all sorts. Um, you know, I thought that was great. Uh, the most surprising thing was, this is absolutely true, uh, you get You get uh, a buffet for lunch uh, for breakfast. you can have a buffet for lunch if you want. You can get burgers and pizzas and hot dogs and ice cream and all sorts free throughout the day and then you have a three course meal in the evening and we were in the restaurant that rotates i forget which one we were in and uh, the waitress said to us after we had our dessert, she said, "Are you coming to the post dinner barbecue?" Mm. <laughs> I, <laughs> I swear to God it. she said that
3: yeah <laughs> the
0: post dinner barbecue."
6: Yeah, they well, were gonna have a barbecue on the deck with some fireworks.
3: Well, one, one night on the uh, I think it was the yeah, it was the Caribbean cruise, I think. So same same thing as you say. You know, you got you got Buffy breakfast, boofy lunch, uh three course meal, and then they had a dessert party, a pirates it was Pirates of the Caribbean at the time, <laughs> that was the big movie. And it was a Pirates, uh deck party and dessert party. And they just had, you know, you just wouldn't believe it. They had a table that was about fifty feet long. And it was just piled with every possible dessert you can
0: imagine. <laughs> yeah. Breakfast lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Scary. That, that scares me. That stuff. Yeah. Yeah, we talked the, the talk of holidays. I think leads us into the next thing we wanted to talk about, which was somebody here is going on a trip sooner than others.
3: Who? Well, hey, that might be me.
0: Oh, that was a very good checkers impression you did there, Paul.
3: Check this place, pop. So yeah, we're um, we're going back to Walt Disney World. (laughs) there's a surprise. Um, There is a little bit of a back story to this. So my, I got two daughters, and the youngest is Heather, and she has just been given a place on the cultural representative program at at Epcot. So um, she's going to be a cast member. Way. Oh, fantastic! Yeah. And there's a couple of different programmes but the cultural rep it's a, it's a year. So she's gone out there from the twelfth of September to the twelfth of September for one year and she's gonna be working in Epcot. So those people that you see in World Showcase in The Rosen Crown or you know, Teppanido, people from the countries with the with the name badges on. She's gonna be she's gonna be one of those in uh well in the UK pavilion. Uh, we don't know exactly what she's going to be done there, but she was given a choice of, well, she was asked for a preference for retail or food and bev. What? What?
5: What's
3: happened? What? What's he done? He's
5: periscope. It's
2: periscoping. I'm, I'm periscoping live. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no.
0: He's taking the piss, basically. Well, <laughs> right, I'm getting on that as well. Um, so, because Paul, I know this sounds like a really stupid question. Yeah. But... <laughs> yeah, I can see Craig, unfortunately. Um, I know <laughs> it sounds like a really stupid question. But, what's the accent of your daughter?
3: Oh, she's got quite a nice accent. Not Scottish. She was born in England, born in Yorkshire, actually. Oh. We lived up there. Oh. So she's got a pretty neutral accent. Pick me a winner, Craig. Yeah. <laughs> how long s- how long's she over there for, then? So one year from mm-hmm. September to September.
0: So it lasts a bit longer than the, the normal college because I, I've heard, I mean, I, I don't think anyone here has done a podcast about someone that's done the, uh, the college program in America although maybe that would make a very good future episode of this podcast, to mm. talk to somebody about that. Um, maybe a, a man from a different podcast. Oh, I mean, you're messing with but, me, Ed, now. <laughs> that's the vodka, Craig. Um, but um, I think the, the college program normally in America lasts about um, eight months or something, nine months. Doesn't last yeah, for a full year. Sure.
3: Yeah. yeah, Pretty short, sure, yeah. Yeah, a, there was a couple of programs that she could have applied for. There was one that was shorter for I think it was a six month program. Um so there's two or three different ones. But the cultural rep one is is the one that you see, you know, you see all those young people in Epcot in World <laughs> Showcase, you know. Um, working in the restaurants and the in the bars and different places. So it's a great experience and she's allowed to she's allowed to sign up for Disney training programmes when she's there as well. So she can add different programmes to her C V. So it's quite a good uh how does she get the experience. the gig then, Paul? Uh it's quite a long process, really. Um well, goes
0: she got, got, co- got fast forwarded, obviously, because she said oh my dad does this after dark. No, nah, I was
3: told to I was told to not mention it until it was all <laughs> done just in case I blew it for her. <laughs> She's still at risk. <laughs> but uh, goes through a company called Yummy Jobs. So they advertise for Disney here in the UK. And as you can imagine, it's pretty popular, so it's quite a long process. There's a couple of thousand. Well, they never tell you exactly how much, but it seems like there's a couple of thousand people apply every year. Yeah. And they have two two intakes per year. Uh, and I think the whole thing took about six months really before she she finally got given a date. Wow. Um, and she got her visa this week on Wednesday. Went to the in London, and to go on a couple. So they decided we were going to go out and see her.
0: Not surprisingly. That's where I fall short, you see, because I wouldn't be able to pass the visa check. We've talked about my history with uh, American immigration before, so I won't go into that. So um, <laughs> how many weeks will she have been over there when you go and visit?
3: Well, that's only about six. So we we definitely wanted to go and see her twice. Um, so we wanted to go. but I, I, My holiday year obviously runs January to January and work, so... I wanted to try and squeeze a holiday in this year and then another one next year. So we didn't want to go at Christmas because it is, we we like it at Christmas. Christmas is good, but um, Christmas is good here as well. So we thought, right, let's try and get there before the weather cools off. So we're going to go 27th of October to the 11th of November. So we'll be there for two weeks. Uh, And it's a good time to go because you've got food and wine is on. You've got Halloween Horror Nights. Oof. Are you
6: are you going, Paul? Are you
3: going? Yes, right? yeah. We're going to Halloween horror nights on the thirty first. Oh, oh, awesome. That's exactly.
6: usually the quietest night to go.
3: Yeah, that's what you had said before, Chris. And oh. so we're taking your advice on we're that.
0: Chris's advice awesome Yeah. 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 He's written Roan a book, risk. you know. <laughs> He's
3: written a book. Um <laughs> but uh I don't know if, if we'll go to Mickey's not so scary. We could. We've got one or two opportunities, I think. But we don't get there until the 27th, so it might be a bit too much. However, at that time of the year, it's, it's actually quite weird because you've got Mickey's Not So Scary at the beginning of our holiday, but then you've actually got Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party at the end. So in that two-week period, you can actually do both of them. So we, we may go to the Christmas party, I'm thinking. Mm. Oh, that
1: would be so much fun to do
3: both. Oh, you've got to do both. Well we're definitely doing Halloween Horror Nights. We've got our tickets for that. Um so yeah, it should be good. So there's five of us going. Me, wife Carrie, elder daughter, Katie, fiance Danny, and then my sister who's never been to the States, never mind a Disney park.
1: Oh wow.
3: So this will be a, a totally new thing for her. Are you taking your
2: sister to Halloween Horror Nights
3: too. Yeah, yeah, oh. definitely. I'm excited. <laughs> oh. Yeah. See, Paul,
5: if
6: you'd have been going out just slightly earlier, we could have done a Diz After Dark show live. Paul.
3: Yeah. Because yeah, I'm I... out there, Amanda's out there. Yeah, when are you guys coming back? Uh, I'm early October, I'm coming back. Right.
1: In, like, mid-October.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I wish I had gone out, like, a week earlier for a couple of different reasons. One is, I think we would have gone to Mickey's Not So Scary as well. And then also, uh, one of the water parks actually shuts on the 25th, so... We'll miss, I think it's Blizzard Beach, shuts on the 25th. Mm. So, uh, anyway, it'll still be good. Um, so we've booked flights, BA flights out of Gatwick, which is really close to where we live, so that's easy. And then we've booked two weeks at the All-Star Music. So we're going back to the All-Star. We missed all the free dining stuff. By the time she knew what was going on, that was that had already gone, so no free dining. I mean, that, did... that
6: sold out really quick anyway, Paul. So. Yeah.
3: Yeah, so but we did decide to buy the dining plan somewhat controversially. Ooh. And the, yeah, and the reason why we did that really was was just, uh, I guess we've we've had the free dining quite a few times, and we think it does add something to the holiday, um, and it, and it just makes it easy, um, especially since we know we're going to be spending most of our time in Walt Disney World. So yeah, we decided to buy the dining plan this time, um, first time we've paid for it. Is
2: that the sit down dine and plan or just a yeah, quick yeah. sit? Yeah, yeah, the yeah. sit
3: down dine and plan. Yeah, and so we have booked our EDRs because we're past the the one eighty day mark. Do you want to know what we've booked?
1: Yeah, where are you going? Yes, please. Right.
3: Let me tell you. So, obviously, with my sister gone, we've booked quite a few favourites, but we have got a couple of new places, Um places that we've never tried before, and. Uh, obviously, there's a n- lot of new places opened up in Disney Springs, so we haven't booked any of those yet. But um, at that time of the year, I'm hoping that we could get some walk-ups. So these these may change, but this is what we've got. We've got Sanar at the um, obviously the Animal Kingdom Lodge. Awesome. Uh, Coral Reef in Epcot. Tepanido. <coughs> in Epcot. Oh, wicked. Uh, Rose and Crown. now we've never eaten in the Rose and Crown. And we probably wouldn't, except we're expecting Heather to be working there. If she isn't, we might change that one. But if she is, she better get us a good table watching Illuminations <laughs> or she's in deep shit. Yak <laughs> um, and Yeti in the Animal Kingdom. Yeah.
5: Uh, at
3: the Yachtsman Steakhouse. Oh. Never eaten there before. Signature. Uh, Beaches and Cream uh, at the Beach Club. We've talked about that a few times. Really difficult to get that ADR. We got one, but poof, it was uh, it was gone in a flash. Mama Melrose uh, the studios. I love
1: Mama Melrose.
3: Now we did Mama Melrose really to get the Fantasmic dinner package. So, if anybody doesn't know what that is, um, there's a certain number of uh, sittings where uh, it doesn't cost you any extra. But if you book a Fantasmic dinner package, you get the meal at Mama Melrose's, and then you get like priority seating for Fantasmic. So. We booked that. Uh, House of Blues at uh, Disney Springs. Oh, awesome. Going to try Splitsville. Never been there at the bowling alley at Disney Springs. Uh, Managed to get Ohana's, so we got Ohana's. And we got Plaza in Magic Kingdom. And then uh, for breakfast, we got 1900 Park Fair at the Grand Floridian.
1: Oh, wow.
3: got some crackers there, lad. Yeah. Yeah, no, we didn't go for California Grill, Nick. Um because yeah, I mean you really like it. Now. But we've but we've done it a couple of times, yeah. so we thought try something else. So that's what we've got. Um we've booked our ADRs, we've got our fast passes coming up soon. Um one other thing I've I'm trying for the first time this year is we've got a touring plans subscription and uh Lentester, you know, we're available for a sponsorship if you're listening. But um on touring plans uh you can go to the hotel section and you can see a view of every room in every hotel, so they've taken a picture of the view from every from every room and then it tells you about the room it tells you whether it's twin beds king' size, you know how far it is from the uh you know the food court and all of that and and if you choose the room that you like, then they will fax the resort and try and get you that room
1: and oh wow. Uh,
3: and they've got a pretty high success rate, something like sixty five percent success rate. And if they don't get you the room, then very often you get upgraded in a in a value resort. That probably just means upgraded to the preferred rooms, which are the ones near the the uh sort of pool and, and food court area. But hey, uh it seems like a good service. So we're gonna try that. Yeah.
1: That sounds like
3: yeah, it does. It seems like a really good service. I mean the tour of <laughs> site is, is, is great. There's lots of good stuff on there. Um we're gonna Yeah, I think we're um as I said, we're gonna try and go to the Mickey's the very merry Christmas party if we can. And um not quite sure what else we're gonna do other than Universal. We'll have two days at Universal at least and one night for Halloween horror nights. Uh, but I don't think we're going to do any other theme parks. We might do a day at a beach or a day at state park, something like that. So that's the basic plan. What do you think of that lot? It's pretty it's busy, good. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty busy, but
0: you're no slouch. Do you know what I mean? This isn't like you don't know what you're doing.
2: Yeah. We've been there once are, or twice. Are you getting the express pass for the uh, Halloween Horror Nights?
3: Well, I don't know. It's a lot of extra money, really. Um, do, it. Do, yeah. It. Yeah. do it. Yeah, yeah. Do it. I mean, I know I've I've read I've read a lot of stuff about it, and a lot of people say do it, but it's like it's like double the price of the ticket, really, isn't it? It is.
2: And oh. last year when I went, we did two nights, mm-hmm. and both nights we started. We did the stay and scream. And we started by The Simpsons, and we walked round the to the holding area at The Simpsons, and then they had us round to E.T., and that's mm-hmm. where the Walking Dead house was. And we were able to smash the Walking Dead house, then smash Insidious. No, um, what was after the Walking Dead house? It was uh, I think it was The Page, then it was Insidious. We we basically did five houses. Before we had to use our express pass, so it can be
3: done. Mm. Um, or
6: you're also going on a quiet night, so you might just get away with it.
3: Yeah, I mean, you know, if we didn't get to see every single house, that would be okay. I mean, I'd want to see, I'd want to see at least five or six. But it, it sounds like if you get into the holding areas before Halloween Horror Nights opens you can get to see at least two pretty quick. Is that right, Chris?
6: Yeah, yeah, pretty much.
3: Mm. And then what they about do... the end of the night? Does it get quieter at the end of the night or does it just keep ramping up? Uh,
6: for the night you're going, I sh- I would say it probably will slack off pretty quick.
2: Mm. The, the nights yeah. I did, we were walking out like midnight Yeah, and there was still people flooding in. Yeah. Yeah.
6: Yeah, see, that's the problem. Now we're in a new world now because I think Harry Hornets is getting so popular now mm. that there's no telling. I mean, your night, you're going. It should be quiet. Yeah. Chances are, it might not be.
3: Yeah, yeah, you can't do it for sure. You know. Hmm. Yeah, difficult one that, but um, I think we'll need a
6: Stay and scream if you can't. If you don't want to do the Express, I think that's your best bet.
2: What sort of price would that be?
6: Uh, I don't know. It's not too bad, is it? Well, if you're going there during the day anyway, you know, it doesn't work out too bad. Yeah. I haven't got it in front of me. I'd have to look it up.
3: So, stay in Scream is the hotel package, is it? Uh,
6: No, I mean, go to Universal during the day
3: and then, oh, right. and then stay. Oh, ah, yeah. Yeah, okay. That's what we're going to do. Yeah. Yeah. That was yeah. the plan. Mm. So. Uh, we checked out the crowd calendar, and for Disney, the crowds are between four and seven out of ten, but mostly fives and sixes, so shouldn't be too bad.
6: Ah, see, that's the other thing now. Con- you know, the opposite to the Halloween Horror Nights. Uh-huh. A lot of people are saying that Disney's uh, crowd levels this summer have been quite low. Yeah. So I'm hoping, like fingers crossed, that that will continue into the autumn.
3: Yeah. Well I mean you have got the whole Zika virus thing going on uh, as well as yeah. all the other all the other troubles. So
1: mm. seeing so many people cancel the holidays, you know, in the last week.
3: Sorry, who cancelled the holiday, Amanda? Like so
1: many people.
3: Oh yeah. Really?
1: Yeah. Yeah, on those Orlando groups. Like mm-hmm. so many people have cancelled.
0: That's crazy, isn't it? I heard yeah. I heard some I can't, I can't remember where I saw it, but I heard something like I think a travel agent had, had mentioned it. And I think it was like something like ten thousand or something like that. Yeah, like it was a lot of people. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I met a woman today who said that she she was cancelling.
3: I mean, I could understand it if you're you know thinking about getting pregnant, trying to get pregnant, or pregnant. Um, but I'm okay in that department. I'm fine.
0: <laughs> Are you sure? Have you tested yourself recently?
3: Yeah, yeah.
2: Okay. What and what's the reasons for putting Amanda?
1: Just that they don't want to chance anything. I don't think that people really understand it.
0: Well, the World Health Organization have have said this, haven't they? This is a thing. You know, I, I think before if it was just a case of somebody on a Facebook group saying something, but the World Health Organization have, have now said if you're, you know, if you don't need to, or you do have one of these conditions that maybe you shouldn't go, so it's being taken a bit more serious now. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but then yeah, I feel yeah. like it's like a lot of people were getting upset about it, and they they didn't even know what it was.
0: Amanda, we still live in a world where people think <laughs> we can get cancer and AIDS by touching somebody.
1: Oh well, yeah, that's do you true. know what I
0: mean? So <laughs> what what do we expect really? Um, I mean, the thing is, it, it's is it any is it much different than people cancelling holidays to Paris to Disneyland Paris because of um the terror attacks
3: yeah i mean it's it's you know i i guess from a florida point of view things have there's a few things that are you know putting people off whether it be terrorism or some of the other incidents and now you've got you know you've got the virus but you know the the risks of these things are are pretty low you know extremely low um so anyway, it's not it's not putting us off. We're gone. We're gonna have a good time. Um any mosquitoes come near me, watch out, you're gonna get flattened. Scottish <laughs> mm-hmm. you'll mm-hmm. be able to get through your bleeding skin anyway. Well yeah, and just uh, alcohol is an antiseptic. So yeah, you yeah. can you know, you can kinda of pre treat the condition, I think. And it's even if you even if it doesn't work, you still have good fun trying. So yeah, that's our plan. And um with a bit of luck, um, probably just me and my wife, Kerry, we're probably going to go back again next May. And we've never been in May, so Flower and Garden Festival and Star Wars Weekends, that's what I'm thinking about there.
0: Well, possibly. Mm. That's if they do Star Wars Weekends.
3: Yeah, if they if they do.
0: Haven't they been kept? They have this year. Yeah.
3: yeah. But, but um... we'll still go in May, regardless. Yeah, I'd
2: yeah. love to go in May.
0: Yeah. yeah, I reckon it's a good time to go.
3: We're hoping that Heather's going to get some deals by then because she does get discounts. But uh, this time we just wanted to to go, so we've we've kind of passed up that chance. But um, I'm hoping she can get some discounts, and um, we'll maybe try one or two different hotels. Maybe even move from hotel to hotel at least at least once. So there we go. More to come on that one. Well, a trip report. I think. Oh yeah,
0: is the main one, which is always
3: good. and needed.
0: Mm-hmm. Now there's two other things I wanted to bring up before this show was over, um, and I appreciate that this episode is going to be a little bit longer than, than some of our other ones, but tough. It's a big. It's our hundredth episodes to do one. Um, I'm sure you'll appreciate it. Um, but the the first thing, and we didn't mention it with the news, we should have done, was um, that the. Uh, ever-increasing rumours that The Great Movie Ride is the next extinct attraction. Mm. (laughs) Oh, Have we heard about this one?
4: Yeah.
1: I've heard bits.
0: So the gist is, apparently, I don't know if it's somebody that works for Turner, for TCM, Turner Classic Movies, um, had leaked this, but... The word going around is that um, the sponsorship deal which ends, is it next year? Is it 2018? No, not next year, year after. So I think it's 2018 that the, the sponsorship deal runs out with TMC. Um, that's TMC, sorry, not TMZ, that's something else. TCM, um, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> OMG. Oh, <you> <laughs> <laughs> Too many abbreviations. Yes, you're right Paul, it's TCM, Turner Classic Movies. Um, once that that contract is up the ride will be closing the deal will not be renewed because they want to close the ride fair enough go for it it's a shame but it's to me it's quite a dated ride now it's a classic i love it but if it goes it's a big floor space for something else to go in (laughs) It is, but it's another example of the studios becoming less the studios and more...
2: The studios will not be the studios when the studios is finished. And that's why I think Tower of Terror is potentially on its way out as well, eventually. They can't close it now, the same as they can't close the Great Movie Ride now, because they may as well just close the park, because there'd be nothing there to go to. Mm. So they go. They'll they'll stay open until other stuff starts to get rolled out.
3: Yeah, and we but do... I mean, everybody knows a great movie ride right? needs at least needs an overhaul, if not replacing. But I mean, I'd like to see it completely overhauled and still themed yeah. as a movie ride, right? and keep the keep the theming. Um. And you know, okay. So turn of classic movies that that sponsorship's gone, but. Either get somebody else in to sponsor it or or use, you know, Disney movies. Look at the, you know, look at the stable of movies they've got now.
4: That's the rumour I read. Mm. That it's begin- going to become the great Mickey ride. Yeah. That it'll be based around all his different appearances in different films.
3: Well, that'll be a bit rubbish.
1: Yeah, no. I love The Wizard of Oz there.
3: Yeah. Yeah, me too. That's the best bit, isn't it? Yeah, I so. definitely. I think so. Just I'd, just love to, I'd love to be in there at night, like during Halloween, <laughs> just with the lights off. I think it'd be dead creepy. Especially the but, aliens bit. All yeah. the
2: munchkins are just like having a drink and just smoking. Yeah.
0: And... <laughs> <laughs> you mean <laughs> like they apparently did on the film set Curson. Yeah. 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 Um,
6: they, did, they have done dining events in there, though, haven't they? Yeah.
4: That's the tonight. reason why it's not closed. Uh, because they're booked so far out, like people want wedding, wedding receptions. Yep, yeah.
2: yeah. That's where our Logan got married, wasn't he?
6: Yeah, it was. That's true. That is true. Ah. That.
2: Yeah, he come on here and told us all about it. Yep. Go, go back through the back catalogue. Yep.
0: Anyway. the um, there was a rumour back it back in the day that. Um, it was going to be changed a long, long time ago. Um, And and the reason why I bring this up is because they've just done this recently inside the studios um, in that they've re-themed Pizza Planet, or they're re-theming Pizza Planet, aren't they, to be a Rizzo the Rat restaurant. I
2: just eating with rats just does me head in.
0: Well, we do it in Paris with Chef Remy, so... I don't. Chez Remy. I won't. But originally, they were looking to turn the Great Movie Ride into the Great Muppet Movie Ride. And it was going to be Muppet versions of movies. That's so, a than
3: Mickey Mouse.
0: Yeah. I mean, the, the problem is, I think I think they've ruined the Muppets. I hate to say it, but I think Disney have ruined the Muppets. You know, well, they're no... having
1: a show now, aren't they, in Magic Kingdom?
0: Well, this is, this is what I don't get, right? they did the movie, they did the first movie remake, well, reboot, um, in 2011, that was a big success, then they did a sequel, wasn't a big success, then they did the TV show, because the movies weren't working, that started as a big success, and then quickly dwindled, and got cancelled, before the season had ended, so, what's left to do with the Muppets,
5: Mm. and why should
0: anyone care, now, I mean, the thing is, like, I like the Muppets, so, you know, I'm glad that they're doing this stuff, but I'm thinking of the general public. You know, this is the same reason why I could understand why they didn't do a Tron ride because I wanted it, but not the rest of the world did. Yeah, I mean, now I mean, that's proved to be wrong because obviously the Tron coaster everyone wants to go on, so that's proved that it does make a good ride and it makes sense, but do enough people still care about the Muppets that's my thing and we're going to have a, a new show like you say Amanda we're going to have this restaurant, we've still got Muppet Vision Um yeah I don't
2: know ok so they ripped the great movie ride out and you put in a virtual reality Tron coaster in it's place are you complaining?
0: yeah because yeah. I, want, I want the Tron coaster I don't know virtual reality stuff.
2: But with a virtual reality coaster, you
0: are in Tron. Yeah, I've not used that technology yet, so I don't know. I don't know. But, um, I don't know. To me, that's something that should be in Epcot. Maybe the studios.
2: Epcot is going to be bastardised like they've already started doing with Frozen. You're going to have all... All the countries are going to have their Disney films associated with them. Within the next five years, Epcot will be unrecognisable.
1: Oh, I hope
3: not.
2: Mm, It's it's coming. I can just see it.
3: Great movie, right? 2.0.
2: I mean, look at the, the next Disney princess that's coming out. Where's she based? Latin America. So, they're going to do something Latin American, and maybe a, a Latin American <laughs> country is coming to
0: Epcot. Well, no, there's not going to be. Well, it is Mexico. What are you talking about?
2: There you go. She's going to get stuck in there. Isn't she? <laughs> Just...
1: No, Donald's there.
2: He'll be binned <laughs> off. He'll be out. Oh. He'll, be He'll be out. Yeah, the, be let's,
0: let's be honest. That ride isn't all that, is it? Let's be, you know.
1: I love it.
2: It's brilliant. I love it too. But. Take Donald's head off, stick here to head on. <laughs> Bang. Oh,
1: wow. Mm.
0: It's the future. So, last but by no means least, well actually it is, it is very least actually, is that there have been some new Disney films released recently. In fact, quite a few, all of a sudden. Uh, we had the BFG and following that we had Finding Dory. And actually, next week, we have Pete's Dragon, which I've already turned around to everyone and said is going to be rubbish. But the reviews are starting to come out saying it's actually really good. So like, I could be uh, an uh, egg in yeah. my face then. Could be You're going to eat hat your hat. hat. Uh, no. I, well, actually, I can I eat my hat? I wouldn't eat my hat. My new hat. My Stay Puft Marshmallow Man hat. I'm not eating that. I love that hat. That's a good hat. You've all seen my new hat, right? No it's a good hat I'll, 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 put, oh, yeah, sorry. I'll put it on Facebook I'll put it on the Facebook group um, but anyway I digress so I have not seen the BFG but Mawaf has seen the BFG and she might review it for us um, but I have seen and I know that at least Craig has seen Finding Dory has anyone else seen Finding Dory no oh yeah, All right, yeah. yeah. no cool okay And I think we have a difference of opinions on this one. So, Craig, how did you feel about Finding Dory?
2: Finding Dory for me was a 6.5, 7 out of 10. It was just a nice film that didn't need to be made. (laughs) There was no story there that needed telling. Um, To me, a Pixar film will make you cry at the end, gets you quite emotional, we just sort of got up and walked out.
0: Mm. I did feel that. I did feel that way with the uh, the good
2: dinosaur. You know, Toy Story three. Whoa, that was a snot fest, lore. You know, they're all going to die in that uh, inferno. It was heartbreaking. But finding Dory, it was just oh, fish can't do that. It, it's it was just fish
0: can't talk. They can't. Can't what drive cars. Who are you to say that? I'm not being what funny. Mean, what do you mean fish can't talk? We can't understand it. What's to say fish
2: no, can't talk? Nice. I mean finding Nemo could virtually have happened in real life.
0: It did. Mm. It was called taken. It started Lee and Neeson.
2: Yeah, but finding Dory was just it just went too far.
0: I I understand what you mean. Um mowaf did not like the last act of finding dory she said it was a bit too far it was um, ridiculous yeah but but <laughs> if that's if if that if the final part of the film with the truck is too unrealistic you should go back and think about the rest of the film and when oh. i heard about um getting emotional at the end of the good dinosaur the reason for that is because of how poor it is um i don't rate that film at all so if you haven't seen that don't don't rush to. In fact, I've still not seen it all the way through. I've just seen bits and pieces with the kids and it doesn't hold up. I liked Finding Dory a lot. Um, I thought it was a good sequel. I don't necessarily agree that it was unnecessary. Um, I think in terms of Pixar sequels, it was better on first watch than both Cars 2 and uh, Monsters University.
2: No, I adore Monsters University.
0: And... No, no, it's 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 grown on me. But I remember when I first when we first saw it, I was like, mm, that was a bit disappointing. I agree, it's actually a, a lot better than I thought. But to be honest, I think Monsters Inc. is still a better film than Monsters University, and I'm not entirely sure if finding Dory and finding Nemo, which one I actually preferred. Um, I found quite a few good jokes in it. Um, same with Finding Nemo, the same, but um, I, I, I don't know. I, I liked it. I liked it. I liked
2: it.
0: I didn't love it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The kids loved it. But it's to become the biggest animated film of all time. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to argue with that. It's, yeah. But it's I mean, it's modern. good. At least, at least, it's good. Do you know what I mean? At least, it's not. Um, it's not broken that record, and it's a poor film. You know, you may not love it, but you can at least appreciate it. it's a good film. So,
2: yeah. I mean, and there wasn't that much Nemo, because Nemo, to be fair, is quite a whiny little fish.
0: Well, not only that <laughs> as well, but because Just... I wondered how they were going to do this, because obviously Finding, Finding Nemo came out in 2003, I think. So he's obviously grown up now. And uh, looking at the, the cast list, the original, so he's voiced by a new a new boy, new young boy. Um, but the original voice of Nemo played one of the truck drivers.
2: Yeah, he's a recovering drug addict, now lives in a crack den
0: in Hollywood. Hmm. True that, story. That, that may or may not be true. Um, and I bet, but i tell you the thing that did um, worry, not worry me, but I, I was disappointed was the John Ratzenberger cameo. I didn't even notice it. Exactly i thought i did and i wasn't sure and i went and looked and i was right but it was poor he played a little crab he had one line which is fine but it didn't sound like him didn't really sound that much like him It sounded just enough like him to make me think that may have been it but uh Mm. yeah i was quite disappointed by that as well which little crab was he Oh, it was towards the end when uh Dory was asking i think it was Dory was asking for some directions. might have been Marlin actually, but um they'd asked for directions and it was like a, oh. a, li- a little a little man and a little female crab and and that was it so I thought the otters were good. I thought the whales were good um yeah, I liked it. I liked it a lot I'm not sh- yeah Did I love it not sure, but I really liked it. I did really like it. So yeah. So go and see it. It's it's as Pixar films go, especially like more recent ones, it's one of the better ones. But I think we're a long way away now from your Toy Story Threes and your your wallies and your ups in terms of quality.
2: Yeah, it's a down downward spiral for Pixar. Yeah. There's no there's no coming back.
0: Cool series, Incredibles Two. In Bread oh, yeah. in Breadbird we trust. Nah, that'll be we shite are. as well. It'll nah. be shite. Brad Bird. Yeah. Faith in him, man. Faith. <sighs> right, well, with that and a big sigh in tribute yeah. to... uh Forwards Mr. B. Yeah. Um, I suppose we should draw this episode to a close. So, uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening for so long. And, um, you know, we hope you continue to stay with us. Um... I've
2: just got to quickly mention, because I forgot. I'm sorry, that Florida guy. I'm sorry. Oh, save. Oh, just, but he's done. I think he's made. I haven't watched it yet. On today's vlog, go and search on YouTube, that Florida guy. Hmm. Why, aye, man. My name is that Florida guy. And today, I have been mainly making... Um, ice cream, what's that ice cream called? Dole the pineapple one, Dole Whip. Yeah, Dole Whip. he's been making Dole Whip, so go and check it out.
0: If you like Dole Whips, obviously, if you like Dole Whips, and or... do you like the Florida guy and Geordie's? Yeah, yeah, people that don't wear coats. Geordie's, he's, he's watching now. I bet he's watching now. on <laughs> <laughs> <What a> periscope! <laughs> Are you watching now? I'm not I'm... watching now. Oh. I, I was losing brain cells. Um, and before we go, we, we can't leave a show without mentioning our other sponsor um, at the other end of the show, which is, of course, the lovely person we had on recently, Wendy. Wendy Pratt at Magical Journeys. So uh, please find her on Twitter at WPMagicJourneys or on her website at www.wpmagicjourneys.com. And if you mention Diz After Dark, you get $25 off your deposit of any trip package. And as she explains, well, anyone that will be our guest reservations when they go live at midnight for us, meaning that we don't have to, that's got to be good service. Yeah. So WP Magic Journeys, if you're planning a Florida vacation. um, Or or California, of course. Um, So that's it. So yeah, so thank you for listening. Uh, thank you, everyone, for, for coming along. Um, we're 100 episodes down. Um, does anyone want to say anything? Well, you're going to say something, whether you like it or not, um, at this moment, and we'll start with the most drunk, Craig. Uh, I need to poo. Couldn't have said it nicer
3: myself. Uh, Mr. Donan. Uh Hard to follow that. Um, I don't. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I think I'll leave it there.
6: <laughs> Mr. Ripley. Um Yeah. Buy his book. Doing... Buy <laughs> <laughs> my book
5: book. Buy my book. Buy me book, you fookies. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Only a little bit ah. of anything to tonight, so that's fun. Thanks. Thanks for all the swears. Um, Mr Washington.
4: Well, I've got nothing to sell. <laughs> I don't need to go to the toilet, so I'll just say good night.
0: Plug <laughs> your podcast.
4: <laughs> you plug it, Craig. It's yours as well. I it
3: is, but I've, don't on don't, it. don't start, Craig, with the plugging it thing. I can't you know where he'll what go with called? that.
0: What's it called? Oh, Strike. Strike.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. Jesus. The yeah. constipated podcast for constipation.
0: It's, it's, comic not, books. Yeah, oh, it's, yeah, it's not yeah, just yeah. about constipation. It's also about comic books and Marvel. Yeah, yeah. you're right, yeah. yeah. Miss Amanda.
1: Um. Buy Chris's book and watch my new video where I dress like Krampus and I'm real scary.
0: Oh, that video is awesome. That's
1: terrifying.
0: That's a good point, Amanda. Where can people find you?
1: YouTube.com slash Boston White. Or you can go on my Twitter, which is at Boston White, and then there's a link to it there.
2: There you go. And it's proper scary.
1: I scared myself while I was wearing it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And of course, um, we post our own things at our website, which is www.disafterdark.com which diverts you to the new website, which is disafterdark.blogspot.co.uk You can email us at Craig Um is after dark
2: at gmail There you go. We've had one
0: email. We have, and that was a while ago. Yeah, yeah. And Craig deleted it, so I didn't get to read it. So I can't even thank the person that sends it in. Um, <laughs> you I can, I think Nigerian I've saved... prince again, wasn't it? I think it was something to do with um, an extension. <laughs> yes, yes, quite possibly. And bills uh, again. You can of course join our facebook group which is at the moment still the unofficial dad's army group on facebook that's our secret group so if you listen to the podcast join us there um it's got a picture of the podcast on it um we have our facebook group as well which is Disaster dark um and if you want to stalk me you can find me on twitter at the nick soap dish that's uh nick without a k because i'm weird um uh, apparently, I mean, I think That's it's because you're a girl, uh, and I'm going to be doing gender reassignment soon. Um, so, thank you for listening, and we will see you next week with a Universal After Dark, I believe. Ah, but actually, one more thing before we do go, finally, 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 we are going to have a new podcast soon. Um, some of you may have heard me hijacking Universal After Dark by accident the other week, um, and we're going to have a more pop culture. Uh, type podcast to join the Diz After Dark network. So we need a name because it was going to be um, Pop After Dark. That was the initial thought. But as uh, Malwath had pointed out, if we're going to be talking about stuff that's not quite so current, uh, more retro, we can't call it Pop After Dark or, or pop culture. So we need something else. So we're going to set up a little vote thing on the unofficial Dad's Army page. Uh, it'll be up by the time this episode goes out and uh, there'll be a few choices and you get to decide you dear listener, get to decide what that show's going to be called Poop After Dark uh, We're not doing that, that podcast yet Craig that will be the last edition to uh, the After Dark Podcast Network but uh, yes, so you can vote there you can either put your own suggestion in as well and uh, who knows, you might get to choose the new podcast name there you go. Um- That's it. We'll see you next week. Tutti bye. Bye. Bye now. Bye. out of This podcast is part of the After Dark podcast.
5: It's Soap dishes so, so-, 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 so-
0: Sorry, it was just a tease.